Hey, this is Nathan. And this is Thomas. And today on Not the Pastor, we get to talk to Darren Goodrick. He's the pastor of Uquina Bay Baptist Church in Newport, Oregon. And we got to talk to him live about camp. Now, he's been the director of camp for the last 10 or so years for a number of churches in the state of Oregon. I get to attend camp alongside Brother Goodrick and help in some of the planning and execution of the camp we go to. So I get to watch as he lives out the advice and wisdom that he gives to us in this episode. If you're in a situation that you find yourself needing to put a camp on this summer, I think this conversation is going to be a help to you. And if you attend a camp run week of camp, I still think this episode is going to help you consider the whys behind sending teens to camp. Regardless, I think this episode is going to be a blessing, so let's jump right in. appreciate you for the good Rick for being with us thanks so much for taking the time to be with us yes, today thank you and we are talking about camp and we're going to talk about doing camp yourself because you do that okay. and you do a great job at it I know because I get to be a part of it with you and so appreciate the work that you put into that and so we're just going to jump in the good Rick what led to you hosting camp and putting that together every year yourself what led to you doing that all right. Uh, the reality of what led to that is uh, basically for years, the preachers in this state have desired a camp right. that would give opportunity for youth to get away from the world and allow God to work mightily in their lives for a week. Still the purpose today for the for a camp. Yeah. When the need arose for a continuation of camp and consideration of not having maybe a camp, I definitely wanted a camp to continue. I believe very mightily not only in what God had done in my life at camp, my wife's life, sure. uh, uh, these kind of things. I mean, just for our church as a pastor, I, I saw the benefit of a camp greatly and the yeah. need of that, really, in my yeah. opinion. And so I wanted to and had a desire to do whatever I could to instigate continuation of camp and continue in our state with that sure. for any churches that believe camp was important for the youth of their churches. And so in short, basically that's how I was prompted or however you want to say it, to God use that to say, I want to camp and I was willing to step into that place if that's what the Lord wanted. And apparently that's the direction that we have gone. Absolutely. So you, you're heading it up, uh, the camp that we, the camp that we go to, camp we run, yes. you're directing that, but it was a, it was a group of pastors that wanted to do that together. Mm -hmm. Is that? Yes, sir. That yeah. is correct. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah that's yep. true. So the main reason that I stayed involved with directing camp and that I stay involved in directing camp is the joy of getting to work. I, you know, I'll say some at the end here towards this again, but I get to work with some very special and sweet people, not only those from my own church, hmm. but also I get to work with some very sweet people from other churches who have the same desire yeah. to see youth saved, convicted about seeing youth surrender to living for God and knowing that God, by his grace, used me and his plan to influence others for his glory and uh, yeah. what a joy that is in fact it's a joy to watch these youth live for god and i'm old enough now believe it or not that now i get to see them actually living for god with a family in yeah. ministry sure and we can name names to sure. that and that is a blessing yeah. to my heart yeah so. yeah 
So there's a fellowship aspect to it as well, a, a fellowship between you and other churches there in the is. area that yes, is, is an aspect of that as well. Yeah, yeah. There's a very much a fellowship. In fact, I speak of that a, a little bit more, but I think it's a wonderful thing. Uh, when our people get to go, there is definitely camaraderie. And yeah. one of the things is that camp's not really just for the youth. Yeah. Right. There's a yeah. purpose for the, for the adults. And it's actually when we go home from camp, mm-hmm. So many times, it's the adults that have been challenged and convicted greatly, oh, sure. not that you have, and their lives are changed. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, yeah. there's just a lot. We'll talk about yeah. that in a moment, things we could look yeah. at in that. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a wonderful opportunity for fellowship. I'm going to just good. say that no camp is ran by one individual. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, rather, we're talking about a uh, camp, organized camp, where and I say organized, it's not the, these aren't organized, but where that's what they do. Right. Where, you know, they host yeah. churches and state yeah. fellowships and whatnot. Yeah. But there's aspect of a, a fellowship that is greatly yeah. encouraging yeah, to yeah. our church people that come up there, sure. and God uses yeah. that to change their lives. Yeah. So it's not just people in your church running the camp. It's it's multiple churches. How many churches, how many individuals, I mean, does it take to run the camp that you all are a part well, of? Well, I believe God wants us to have a camp. Yes. And so I believe that we can have a camp and and see that camp prosperous and fruitful mm-hmm. to lives being changed and glory to God in that with however many churches we have that commit themselves to that. Yeah. In the more direct answer would be, we've got about four that are, that meet every year and do this. And, uh, uh, I'll tell you, I wouldn't change it for anything. Yeah. Sure. I really wouldn't. It's yeah. a blessing. One of my favorite parts of camp is that I get to go and I'm going to I'm gonna be spending time with sure. pastors yep. who I'm working next door to. Yep, right? that's right. And so that's exactly it, right. It's one of, one of my favorite parts. I appreciate Amen. that. Yep. Yep. That'll come. You know, I, I say the same thing with even getting to pick the speaker. Right. Mm-hmm. What a blessing mm-hmm. because even though I may lead in the camp, uh, the reality is I, I get to spend time with some very godly men. Sure. It's a, I come away rejoicing yeah. Yeah. and just, so camp is a blessing for the fellowship. It's a blessing for the iron sharpening iron, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and those yeah. kind of things. Yeah. So it sounds like when we're talking about the investment that it takes for time and money, cause it's, cause there is some, and mm-hmm. the dollar amounts and all of that stuff is going to depend on a gazillion different situations, but the, there's an investment for time and money yeah. that is more than just the $150 that, that the teenagers have to pay to get there. Right. Churches are going to pay a little bit extra. They're going to there's some work involved in finding a spot and getting a speaker and sure. games organized. All of those things, right? There's work involved for every part of that. Food is another big piece. Yeah. Yeah. When we're investing in that time and money, we're wanting some kind of return. Sure. Right? And so sounds like one of the one of the huge reasons is that fellowship um, sure. that we've talked about. And mm-hmm. so, so, but let's talk about some other ones. You okay. said there were some other ones. So what sure. are some other benefits? You know, I'm just going to put it like it was, you know, brought to me thoughts on why we hold our camp. I've come up yeah. with, you know, four things that just ran off the top of my head immediately. And we'll probably intermingle a little bit here of what's been said a little bit. But uh, the first thing, probably the most important to me, not, uh, they're all important, but involving church members in the facilitating yeah. of the operations of camp is wonderful. Yeah, for yeah. growth in our church members. Yeah, that's, that's huge. Yeah. You're, so you're you're saying you you're the pastor, right? You're having mm-hmm. people come to camp. You have church members who are church members and how yes, yes, and the yeah. and they're but they're going to be running parts of camp. Exactly. The, they're running devos. They're going to help with serving food, or they're going to help right. with all the ways that. And, and what a great way for service to happen. Yeah, and, and growth. You know, we're not going to grow living into the Lord if it's not about others. Yeah. And good. camp is all about others. That's it's so not good. about me or so you. 
It's about others. And so every year we walk away from camp uh, or as has been put at our camp, we we come down off the mountain. That's what we say at the end of that. We have adults that have been blessed as much as the youth in what God worked in their hearts with from the preaching and just being able to share their lives with those youth. And so they've grown there. And then they come back to our church and they've got a greater intent of heart for those youth then because they've just spent a week with them. They know some of the heartache. Yeah. They're going through the pain, whatever it might be, whatever circumstance that might be, they learn a little bit yeah. and they begin to develop a care and a compassion for souls, which is what we're here for in the first place. Yeah, that's good. And so camp has many aspects. Um, yeah. Relationships are nurtured and built between yeah. church members and members of other churches that are there. Mm-hmm. And that's very important. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're not in a day of everybody doing their own thing. We're in a day of still trying to have fellowship one with another, even other churches that the name of Christ goes forward. Souls are saved and we can support missionaries greater. Mm -hmm. Hey, listen, this camp involves all those thoughts. And so that's very important to me. Our people go and there's an involvement with youth every day, 24 hours a day for five to six days. And, you know, not all of it's easy. And sometimes it's late at night (laughs) and it's games our old bodies can't really participate in as well as we used to. Yeah. But we come back with a greater respect for the issues and needs of our youth, yeah. how to help them, not just the week, but even when they get back home in church, how to care and love for your youth greater than you yes. did before you yeah. left. So. Yeah, that's good. good. I would also just add that what's good for teenagers about camp in that they have loving adults around them yeah, and that they have are you know four, five, six days away from the world and maybe setting aside a phone and they're around preaching three or four mm-hmm. times a day. Yes, sir. That's, that, that's, wonderful. that's good for teenagers. Oh man. And that's it is good. equally good <laughs> exactly. for adults too. Yes, sir. And so we've, we've yeah. seen real benefit from having a good number of adults show up yes, because sir. we need them to help run a snack shack and we need that's them to right. help run the kids program. Cause my kids have to be there cause I'm there. And that's so right. we need to, we need somebody there to take care of my kids and all of those things, all of those adults are getting something out of that as well. That's a, and we get to do that because because you run camp yourself, and it's not an organized something else that we have to go to and follow. Well, and their a lot of times they have a prescribed person or and everything. Here, listen, there's never going to be an adult come that can't do and be used of the Lord right. in some way. Yeah, yeah. You said kitchen, snack shack. I mean, uh, games. We have to have people helping the games that you provide us. Yeah. There's opportunity, You're and right. we actually. I don't force, but I highly recommend <laughs> yeah. uh, that they all have something. And if I see that they don't, yeah. uh, I'm going to probably be bold enough to say, hey, I'd like you to help us in this, whatever yes. particular area yeah. that is. So. Yeah. And there's something about camp that gets people out of their comfort zone. Yeah. You know? yeah. And the people who would say, no, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't stand up and speak in front of people. Yeah, right. they, they'll get up and do a devotion at yeah. 1030 at night because Amen. everybody's exhausted anyway. We run those guys <laughs> ragged. And so yeah. by the time 1030 comes and we're all just ready yeah. to listen to you yeah, and then go to bed. Right. And right. so, yeah, there, people, people will be used in ways that they've never, that they said no yeah. to for a long time. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Was there other other benefits there? Yeah, having our own camp, we're able to open camp to families. Yeah. Again, we kind of yeah. said that, but yep. we've actually kind of gone to a family camp. I want the adults there. I think yep. there's such benefit in yes. and yeah, we're still we're targeting the youth. Yes. Yep. But I believe that is something that sets this mm-hmm. camp of our own apart yeah, where a youth camp that's and I'm not I don't want to use the word organized because right. every camp is a camp of organization yes. or it ain't a yeah. camp very long. Yeah. Yeah. And we've had, you know, from your church has been the greatest amount of that with 
RVs, and that's slowed down a little bit. But, you know, let's be honest. It's still, for our church, it's still families that are coming. I mean, with kids and young kids. Those kids get to be around youth. The the atmosphere around youth, you can say some of it may not be exactly what you want, but it's always exciting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It is always exciting. (laughs) There's there's something about teenagers that just... Let's people move That's faster right. and stay up later. And That's exactly right. Hallelujah. You know, and, and what does it do? You know, uh, if, if any of the adults, and I've heard this from my adult families that have come and uh, gone to camp, come back. We didn't even know it was 10 o'clock, you know, I mean, that's just, you know, that's, it's awesome. You know, the preaching, I didn't know he preached till nine o'clock. Right. (laughs) You mean I was in church for two hours listening to it? Yep. Yep, You sure were, you know, or in the services, you know, and uh, so. No, that's good. Having your own camp, we're able to open camp to families and other church members who would and would didn't desire a week of preaching and serving others for the glory of God. The third thought is having your own camp allows us, and this is important to me. Not that these, you know, going to a camp that is right. set up for the summer and, you know, they've got the people to help in that and everything. Right. And in this situation we're in, you know, we couldn't take a whole summer off. Right. Yeah. But I, I think it's growing people and that's what it's about. But I I enjoy as camp the responsibility to pick a camp speaker. Yeah. Yes. And I'm not saying that every speaker I pick is everybody's favorite. Sure. But I'll tell you. This preacher goes to camp, and I come back every year. Yes. I'm ready to tackle another mountain yeah. and yeah. climb another mountain. And part of that yeah. is I get the opportunity, but our, I make sure our camp speakers, they're eating with the kids. Yes. They're eating mm-hmm. with the yep. adults. And I've, there's been many times I've witnessed you talking to them or families yep. talking to them, yes. you know. And what is that? Well, that is sharpening ministry skills by rubbing against each other and yep. throwing things out there. Yeah. And, just just gleaning from them and even areas that they're not even there for, so to right. speak. Yep. And I tell you, I come back every year just really refreshed. Yes. And, yeah. man, it, it's just a blessing to sit down at the lunch table with them. You know, once the kids are out of there, just spend a few moments, and I do that. And then, yeah. of course, I always, almost always insist if they don't take them up to camp because I'm just draining them. When I'm, going right. to, I'm asking them questions. I'm, yeah. I'm just, I'm wanting to know everything I can to learn anything yeah. I can yep. for the glory of God here. Yes. Yeah. So. I've also appreciated, really good, Rick, your mindset about camp speakers. And we, we've talked about this more than once. And just the fact that you don't have to have the biggest name mm. to come to camp. And, and there's nothing I mean, not wrong with a big name or anything sure. like that. We're, that's not what we're, we're not. Not here to talk about that, but the but the mindset that what we want is we want somebody that loves Jesus yeah. and loves people that's and is going to love teenagers that that's week. Right. That's and right. if we can get somebody who does those things – even if nobody knows them, even if the only people that know them is the people at their church, then then we've had, we've had wonderful camp speakers who I've never heard of before. And and that's, that's it's because you you spend time making sure that the people that we have coming to camp, people, and and again, I'm not saying that guys with big names don't love people. That's not what we're saying at all. That's 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 not, not at all making that distinction saying that there are many people that are serving Jesus and loving people that we get to have because you make that choice and it's not, Somebody else. Well, you know, I believe God gives grace for anybody that's going to lead in a camp and desire to have that ministry. God's going to lead them and who God wants to have there. And, you know, if they're doing what they need to and spending time with God and wanting God's will, God's going to bring that together. And I believe that's, I do believe everything you've said, not because of me, but I believe that because we spent time on our knees and 
God, I, I want who you want, not, yes. you know, just because I've heard a name or yep. whatever. Yep. And Absolutely. Uh, I think God has blessed that. I really yep. do. Yeah, I do. So, so what I'm hearing is there's even, there's an aspect of it that you get a different kind of access to the speaker in that if you just went to a camp that was hosted by the camp, you might not get to sit down and talk with that speaker. That's what I'm saying, but yes, yeah. sir. So you can have some more, yeah. fel- some, some sharpening fellowship yourself. Yes, uh, you know, that's why I said I usually been the one that picks them up at the airport, and I've got yeah. guys that do that. I'll have them take them back and whatnot. But sure. I want to pick them up. I yeah. want to talk to them. I want to yeah. spend time getting to know them better than I did on the phone or yes. just from previous times right. together yeah. out here. I'm not uh, making excuses, but we don't get together with preachers as much as I I would like to, or yeah. the opportunity for that yeah. even from another state. Sure. I rarely get to see a pastor from another state even, and to have that opportunity, I got to tell you. Uh, just the the you know the trip up to camp has always been a joy for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. always been it's not too long. Five hours is really a wonderful thing. You yes. know, right. uh, you know where we're going now in their camp. We're thankful for that, and God's worked yeah. mightily in the access of that. And I'm excited about that. One of the greatest blessings I receive from camp. I mean, there's many. I never come back off the mountain without being encouraged yes. and yeah there's a lot of run around to get right. things shored up and closed up and <laughs> everything else and yeah i'll be honest with you it's usually brother nunnery or i it's the last ones out of the camp but the reality is is that the greatest one of the greatest blessings and and i mean this with all my heart is to work very closely with other great men and women of god and local churches in our state and i i relish the opportunity to meet and fellowship with them not only in preparing for camp I enjoy the friendship that this produces in years of my life here. Yeah. And I'm going to just use Brother Nunnery for a second, not trying to lift one person up more than another, but I love my friendship with Brother Nunnery. And part of it's been that he's been willing to, him and his wife, not only are, I'll speak to this towards the closing, but um, they are such a blessing uh, in how they help in camp tremendously mm. i personally don't mm. think i do anything they do everything but the <laughs> that's simply <friendship>, not true <laughs> the friendship that i have with them and we don't get to see each other every week we sure. don't talk every yeah. week yeah but i have a wonderful yeah. in my opinion fellowship and relationship yes. with them yep. and there's others they're not the only ones yes. i can think i could name names right now brother perkins church and yeah. it just i wouldn't yep. trade that for it's great just about anything yeah so, being able to minister alongside of people and some of those same people that were there as counselors and chaperones that, that were leading group games when I was a teenager are still trying to come to camp and still doing some of those same things. Some of them are helping in kitchens that they have been doing for 10 years. That's right. And and the fellowship, uh, I'm with you. The friendship that you and I have is a special thing to me and appreciate all the time we get to that. But man, the, that extends to many, many others. I, I appreciate yeah, it. But it's not all good. <laughs> there's, there's some difficulties True. too, I imagine. So what, what are some of the difficulties as we talk about running your own camp, doing it yourself? What are some of the hard things? I, uh, You were a blessing in giving me the opportunity to kind of look at these questions a little bit. And I'm going to be honest, uh, you know, there are, here's where I look at it anytime in my experience of serving God and not that there are many expert on this but anytime you desire to serve god for god's glory and people's lives satan's going to try to do something to put a monkey in the in a wrench in the situation and uh oppose that desire of worship and work that you have for the lives of other people and you know god's leadership in your life to be that blessing to them and Mm -hmm. so 
Leadership in giving all those at camp a responsibility. Again, we've looked at this a little bit, but it gives greater opportunity for those at camp, youth and adults, to reap a more blessed time and responsive focus to God sure. rather than ourselves. Sure. And I'll say it again. So, in my opinion, as I try not to be mean in delegating different opportunities, mm. Mm. but for the purpose of keeping adults and youth busy, which you know very well with youth, especially brother <laughs> Nunnery, you do a wonderful job with that. And so this has always been official in their lives. And I find when our focus is where it ought to be, I have very few problems. I mean, you know, there's going to be, you know, this child did this and what do I need to do about that. And right. I even got opportunity for them to be able to go to the their youth director before they even come to me most of the time right. on those kind of things. But honestly, I don't have difficulties really i mean there's some hardships sure. but i really couldn't think of what i would consider there's one thing there there's one thing that i have i've thought about and i would say it's probably the greatest difficulty that i've come across in leading a camp and it's to it's seeing some come youth and adults mm. and not being willing to plug into all that god has for them in that week yeah. mm. that's yeah. oh that's a difficulty that I I see and disturbs me greatly because I know that week God's going to want to, he they're they're not there by accident. Right. Yeah. Yep. And God's got a purpose. Yep. He's got a plan for that yeah. life. Oh yeah. Adult or youth. Yep. And so right. I if there's a difficulty that I consider the greatest difficulty it's that I I sometimes see people come that really are not looking for God to do anything. I would expect yeah. that out of some of the unsaved youth a little bit, sure. but I'd really, uh, it breaks my heart to see that in the adults at, mm, at yeah. any time. Mm. Oh, yeah. uh, but even our, even some of our own youth that we know, you've know, been in church and, you know, you've come to me times and, and said, you know, this youth is, things are going on and you knew being their youth director and yeah. whatnot, what's going on. And, and, you know, and I gotta be honest with you, I walk away from that conversation and there's a little twinge in my heart of, it just hurts. Yeah. I'm yeah. just gonna be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the, thing that I think probably is the biggest difficulty. I desire that, I'm going to be honest, I'll, I pray for our speaker. Mm -hmm. I pray who God to have. Right. I'll be honest with you, the time he gets there, I'm loving it. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm loving it. Yeah. I I see the messages and I'm thinking, yeah. if it's doing in my heart like it is, yes. I just, to see someone not have yeah. that working in their heart, Yeah. Uh, I just, that that's the greatest difficulty. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm almost hearing it's the the heart of a pastor there yeah. in oh, the, I mean that's the the difficulty you hear in your church too when you sure. when you're laying it out there and people aren't picking it up and sure. you know God wants so much more and they're not ready for that or not wanting that and that's hard and you get to see those same people year after year some of them come you know ten years through you know or eight years if you whatever however yeah, long it right. is they're coming as a teenager right. and then to See that, uh, and you build those relationships, and you're seeing those same people, and then it's it's difficult when you know that senior year. There, no, I'm not, I'm not interested anymore, and those are those are hard. Yeah. So, contrasting that though with maybe what somebody would expect the answer to be, something like yeah. lining up a campground, you know yeah. that that could be a difficulty, or lining up a speaker yeah. and maybe having people back out, or maybe vehicles breaking down on the way there you're saying greater <laughs> than all, all those things have happened <laughs> <That's true. laughs> but, but you're, you're saying that you know all of that is just 
secondary to people not not responding, people not being there for the Lord and and wanting to hear from Him, yeah. and to desire to see something happen in their life. Mm. I think the reason that's amplified is because most of the time when you go to camp, okay, a Monday night it is a little cold sometimes. Sure. It's, they're they're yeah. not, but by Friday. <laughs> yeah. they're wound they're ready they're yes. you go to our thursday night uh, testimony time it for the most part it's a blessing yeah. and it's not just the kids are giving yep. the adults are giving testimony yep. yeah i mean god's done a work yeah and to see a child or a youth forgive me i keep calling children yeah. uh youth or an adult to not plug in and mm. not let god want i mean that's the whole yeah what greater thing can happen that god would convict and i'm getting the I'm, God is actually speaking to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what greater thing in the world yeah. could ever happen? Right. The creator of our universe and yeah. us speaking yeah. to us and desirous of it, and we miss that. Yeah, that's good. And it just, man, I, yeah. that, just, that, that, yeah. that just hurts. <laughs> it's, a, it's a word of warning for when we go to church on Sunday. Amen. And uh, yeah. when we have opportunity to take teenagers to camp, wherever you're taking them or whatever. That's right. yep. it's the If God's speaking and we're not doing our job of listening and ready to be here, then we're missing out on what God wants. That's and that's true. a that's breaking somebody's heart. Well, really good, Rick. Uh, what kind of, what kind of advice? The say somebody do, maybe doesn't have a camp in their area. Maybe they're yeah. they're ready to to jump in and do it yourself. The say, well, if we can do it, they can do it. Right? And that's what maybe the the maybe somebody's there. What advice would you have for somebody to in that spot? Thought about the question. Yeah, and I think there's a right way to start a desire if. If God, you, you maybe you're not a pastor and you, right. you got this desire. Yeah, mm. I believe there's a way that God has ordained that that should go through Good. that local church. Yes. I'm not going to leave Good. that out of the equation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank I you. think if it isn't part of the equation, we're missing how it should be started and yep. missing the blessings of God upon Good. it to the degree He wants. Yep. And so, yeah. But when God puts a desire in a preacher's heart, or you know, a preacher has some of these people that want that, yep. and He says, "Okay, what do we need to?" So step one, make sure your pastor's on board. Uh, and not 100%. just on board. Yep. Not yeah. just on board, but like he's backing it. Yep. He's got to be backing it. it. And actually he's the authority over Good. it yep. with that Appreciate local that. church. Yeah. So, yep. But if God puts that in your heart and to affect the lives of others with the gospel, he will always provide. And, because I can't give you how God, I, if I'd have been children of Israel and Moses come to the Red Sea, <laughs> I wouldn't have been saying he's going to split the Red Sea. That would have been the farthest. I couldn't have even imagined nope. that. No, that wouldn't be but how God I would have done it. But God knew what he was going to do. Yeah. But Good. Moses said, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Moses, I don't know that Moses knew exactly what God was going to do. What Moses did do is believe that what God had called him to do, he would fulfill. And so with that thought, uh, he will always provide, God will always provide the means and way mm-hmm. of how he wants it to be accomplished. This is true of having a camp for God to work in the lives of youth and adults. This is true in God's leadership of churches through their pastor. When I started leading in our camp, I was literally concerned about whether I could even take on a task. And I didn't deal with some of the things. I mean, honestly, the camp was kind of thrown into my hands more than anything right. else. Yeah, mm-hmm. And I really felt uh, a little bit um, at the at the first time, I thought a little bit uh, left out that someone wasn't going to come along and kind of show me the ropes and just, <laughs> I'd never done this. Yes. Yeah. You know, I found out that there's a lot of things I've never done that God can still do. That's cool. And yep. so, you know what? Uh, God did. And yeah, I'm not the greatest camp leader. Don't claim to be. Um, but I've got some of the greatest people that make camp leading the greatest joy in the world. And I'm going to be honest with you again. I don't feel like I do a whole lot. I really don't. I, I feel like it is our people. And that's what God intends. That our people come and develop friendships with other yeah. 
church members, with other people from other churches. So when I, I started leading our camp, I was literally concerned about whether I would take on such a task. But as always, God provided the people, the facilities, the speakers. And honestly, I don't know how else to say this. I think preachers would know more. You guys would understand what I'm saying here. God has always provided the people. All I've had to do for our camp is pray. Okay. Yeah. I just, I pray. Yeah. And God begged God to help me. Then stand still and look at how God will accomplish everything for his glory and honor. Mm. And I'm going to say, I know you're saying, well, that's not really kind of the answer. I, just, <laughs> I don't have a, I just know that when I get on my knees and I pray for the speaker and I pray for the camp, every year God does something that I just never saw coming. Mm. And so I'm going to leave it at that. Wow. If yeah. God's truly working in your heart you're, and you're not the pastor, you got to get to the pastor yep. and Good. let him be used of God to get the thing going and yeah. Let God use you. He'll, he's not going to forget you. <laughs> yeah. He gave you a heart for it. He's going to provide it and yep. do it. So Good. that's that's what I would say. Yeah. Good. So don't don't stress out about it. If God's put the call there, don't you don't have to to fret. Just yeah, trust no, Him no, to, no, to make it happen. God's, I'll mention this at the end of the deal. God's sure been faithful to me, and mm. that's how I the reason why I know I can be faithful to God. Yeah. Because it's really God's faithfulness that allows me to be faithful. Yeah. 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 I, pre- I appreciate you equating the children crossing the Red Sea to camp. <laughs> just, <laughs> just the weight and, and uh, <laughs> magnitude of yeah. both of those. Yeah. That I feel like sometimes probably taking a group of campers to, to camp is yeah. about like leading several million you know, it people. Takes about 15 campers <laughs> to do the same thing the Israelites. I think we can take that all the way to Moses striking the rock. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Same, same uh, frustration there, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh boy. That's good. Well, I appreciate that. Brother Goodrick, what, what else, what else, what other advice do you have for us? We want to well, learn from I'll, you. So. I'll tell you, you know, I'm going to tell you what I've seen God do and how he's done it in my life and yeah. in the years of ministry that God's allowed me to serve him, not only as pastor, but in church member service from my youth. Uh, God has been so gracious and I've gotten to serve God all my life, guys. Yeah, I, I can't put words to that. Yeah. I, uh, I'm so thankful. I, I just can't imagine God, why God would even allow that in my life. So, God has always been faithful to me, and that has given me the desire to be faithful to him. Mm. Because I know his faithfulness to me will accomplish all that he has for me when I will listen and obey him. Wow. My calling verse that God gave me when I surrendered to his will and my life calling of serving him and pastoring is in 1 Thessalonians 5.24. And I went out with this verse. I'm, I still depend upon this verse, and I've watched God fulfill this verse in my life. And it just simply says this, for any preacher or friend or encouragement needed, I encourage you to ponder the ver- words here. Faithful is he that calleth you, yeah, who also will do it. Yeah, That's my life story. That's good. I've done nothing, but God's done everything. Mm, wow. so, yeah. that's, that's I think that's, that's a good way to end right there. Appreciate and, uh, that. We can, can be faithful to God, and we can... You can do everything else. Yeah. Sure, appreciate your time. Yes, thank today. you for your thank you. Yes, sir. Appreciate you allowing me to be part of it. Thanks for joining us today on Not the Pastor. 
If you have questions about camp or ways that we could be a help to you in that regard, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at notthepastorpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook. We'd love to talk to you there, facebook.com backslash notthepastor. We have conversations every week on our Facebook page that would be a help to you. We sure hope you'll join us there. And if you would leave us a review and rating on iTunes, that would sure be a help to get this podcast in front of more listeners. Thanks so much for listening today. And until next week, we are not the pastor.